are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. Sapphire Planet. Agriculture, also called farming or husbandry, is the cultivation of animals, plants, fungi, and other life forms for food, fiber, biofuel, and other products used to sustain life. Agriculture was the key development in the rise of sedentary human civilization, whereby farming of domesticated species created food surpluses that nurtured the development of civilization. The study of agriculture is known as agricultural science. Agriculture, generally speaking, refers to human activities, although it is also observed in certain species of ant and termite. The word agriculture is the English adaptation of the Latin word agricultura from agr, which is a field, and cultura, which is cultivation. In the strict sense, the translation from Latin is tillage of the soil. Thus the literal reading of the words yields tillage of fields. Agriculture is tillage of the fields. 
The history of agriculture dates back thousands of years and its development has been driven and defined by greatly different climates, cultures, and technologies. All farming generally relies on techniques to expand and maintain the lands that are suitable for raising domesticated species. For plants, this usually requires some form of irrigation, although there are methods of dry land farming. Pastoral herding on rangeland is still the most common means of raising livestock. In the developed world, industrial agriculture based on large-scale monoculture has become the dominant system of modern farming. Although there is growing support for sustainable agriculture, Until the Industrial Revolution, the vast majority of the human population labored in agriculture. Pre-industrial agriculture was typically subsistence agriculture in which farmers raised most of their crops for their own consumption instead of for trade. A remarkable shift in agricultural practices has occurred over the past century in response to new technologies and the development of world markets. This also led to technological improvements in agricultural techniques, such as synthesizing ammonia nitrate, which made the traditional practice of recycling nutrients with crop rotations and animal manure less necessary. Modern ergonomy, plant breeding, pesticides, fertilizers, and technological improvements have sharply increased yields from cultivation. But at the same time, have caused widespread ecological damage and negative human health effects. Selective breeding and modern practices in animal husbandry, such as intensive pig farming, have similarly increased the output of meat but have raised concerns about animal cruelty and the health effects of antibiotics, growth hormones, and other chemicals commonly used in industrial meat production. The major agricultural products can be broadly grouped into foods, fibers, fuels, and raw materials. 
In the 21st century, plants have been used to grow biofuels, biopharmaceuticals, bioplastics, and pharmaceuticals. Specific foods include cereals, vegetables, fruits, and meat. Fibers include cotton, wool, hemp, silk, and flax. Raw materials include lumber and bamboo. Other useful materials are produced by plants such as resins. Biofuels include methane from biomass, ethanol, and biodiesel. Cut flowers, nursery plants, tropical fish and birds for pet trade are some of the ornamental products. Regarding food production, the World Bank targets agricultural food production and water management as an increasingly global issue that is fostering an important and growing debate. In 2007, one-third of the world's workers were employed in agriculture. The service sector has overtaken agriculture as the economic sector employing the most people worldwide. Despite the size of its workforce, agriculture production accounts for less than 5% of the gross world product. The history of agriculture. Agricultural practices such as irrigation, crop rotation, fertilizers, pesticides, and animals were developed long ago, but have made great strides in the past century. The history of agriculture has played a major role in human history, as agricultural processes have been crucial factor in the worldwide socio-economic change. Division of labor in agricultural societies made commonplace specializations rarely seen in hunter-gatherer cultures. So too are arts such as epic literature and monumental architecture, as well as codified legal systems. When farmers became capable of producing food beyond the needs of their own families, others in society were free to devote themselves to projects other than food acquisitions. Historians and anthropologists have long argued that the development of agriculture made civilization possible. The total world population would never have made it to seven billion before the invention of agriculture. 
There is a prehistoric base to agriculture. Forest gardening, a plant-based food production system, is thought to be the world's oldest agroecosystem. Forest gardens originated in prehistoric times along jungle-clad riverbanks and in the wet foothills of monsoon regions. In the gradual process of a family improving their immediate environment, useful tree and vine species were identified, protected, and improved, whilst undesirable species were eliminated. Eventually, superior foreign species were selected and incorporated into the family's garden. The Fertile Crescent of Western Asia, Egypt, and India were the sites of the earliest planned sowing and harvesting of plants that had previously been gathered in the wild. Independent development of agriculture occurred in the northern and southern China, Africa's Sahel, New Guinea, and several regions of the Americas. The eight so-called Neolithic founder crops of agriculture appear. First, emmer wheat and icarn wheat. Then, hulled barley, peas, lentils, bitter vetch, chickpeas, and flax. By 7000 BC, small-scale agriculture reached Egypt. From at least 7000 BC, the Indian subcontinent saw farming of wheat and barley as attested by archaeological excavations in what is present-day Pakistan. By 6000 BC, mid-scale farming was entrenched on the banks of the Nile. This, as irrigation had not yet matured sufficiently. About this time, agriculture was developed independently in the Far East, with rice rather than wheat as the primary crop. Chinese and Indonesian farmers went on to domesticate taro and beans, including mung, soy, and azuki. To complement these new sources of carbohydrates, highly organized net fishing of rivers, lakes, and ocean shores in these areas brought in great volumes of essential protein. Collectively, these new methods of farming and fishing inaugurated a human population boom that dwarfed all previous expansion and continues today.
by 5000 BC, the Sumerians had developed core agricultural techniques, including large-scale, intensive cultivation of land, monocropping, organized irrigation, and the use of a specialized labor force, particularly along the waterway now known as the Shat al-Arab from its Persian Gulf Delta to the confluence of the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. Domestication of animals such as the wild aurochs and mouflon became respectively cattle and sheep. This ushered in the large-scale use of animals for food and fiber and as beasts of burden. The shepherd joined the farmer as an essential provider for sedentary and semi-nomadic societies. Maize, manioc, and arrowroot were first domesticated in the Americas as far back as 5200 BC. The potato, tomato, pepper, squash, several varieties of bean, tobacco, and several other plants were also developed in the Americas, as was extensive terracing of steep hillsides in much of the Andean South America. The Greeks and Romans built on techniques pioneered by the Sumerians but made few fundamentally new advances. Southern Greeks struggled with very poor soils, yet managed to become a dominant society for years. The Romans were noted for an emphasis on the cultivation of crops for trade. In the same region, a parallel agricultural revolution occurred, resulting in some of the most important crops grown today. In Mesoamerica, wild teosinite was transformed through human selection into the ancestor of modern maize more than 6,000 years ago. It gradually spread across North America and was the major crop of Native Americans at the time of European exploration. Other Mesoamerican crops include hundreds of varieties of squash and beans. Coca was also a major crop in domesticated Mexico and Central America. The turkey, one of the most important meat birds, was probably domesticated in Mexico or the U.S. Southwest.
In the Andes regions of South America, the major domesticated crop was potatoes, domesticated perhaps 5,000 years ago. Large varieties of beans were domesticated in South America as well as animals including llamas, alpacas, and guinea pigs. Coca, still a major crop, was also domesticated in the Andes. A minor center of domestication, the indigenous people of the eastern U.S. appear to have domesticated numerous crops, sunflowers, tobacco, varieties of squash, and chenopodium, as well as crops no longer grown, including marshelder and little barley were domesticated. Other wild foods may have undergone some selective cultivation, including wild rice and maple sugar. The most common varieties of strawberry were domesticated from eastern North America. By the year 3500 BC, the simplest form of the plow was developed, called the ard. Before this period, simple digging sticks or hoes were used. These tools would have been easier to transport, which was a benefit as people only stayed until the soil's nutrients were depleted. However, through excavations in Mexico, it has been found that the continuous cultivating of smaller pieces of land would also have been a sustaining practice. Additional research in Central Europe later revealed that agriculture was indeed practiced at this method. For this method, Ards were thus much more efficient than digging sticks. The Middle Ages saw significant improvements in the agricultural techniques and technology. There was a steady clearing of woodlands and draining of wetlands for the increase of cropland throughout the period until about the year 1300 AD. Tools such as axes, adzes, and billhooks were improved, but most significant was the gradual evolution of the scratch plow from the classical Mediterranean world into the moldboard plow capable of turning over the heavy soils 
of Northern Europe. The period saw a general move from a two-field crop rotation to a three-field crop rotation in which one field of three was left fallow every year. Also, there was a general change from small patchwork of fields to one large open field divided into strips owned by various members of a community. The use of water mills was common in the Middle Ages. There was tremendous increase in windmills from the 12th to 13th century. Some tens of thousands of windmills were built. The crops of that time were wheat, rye, barley, and oats. Peas, beans, and vetches became common from the 13th century onward as a fodder crop for animals and also for their nitrogen fixation fertilizing properties. Crop yields peaked in the 13th century and according stayed more or less the same until the 18th century. Through the limitations of medieval farming were once thought to have provided a ceiling for population growth in the Middle Ages, studies have shown that the technology of medieval agriculture was always sufficient for the needs of people under normal circumstances, and that it was only during exceptionally harsh times, such as the terrible weather pattern from the years 1315 to 1317, also known as the Little Ice Age, that the needs of the population could not be met. After 1492, a global exchange of previously local crops and livestock breeds occurred. 1492, by the way, is the year Columbus discovered America. Key crops involved in this exchange included the tomato, maize, potato, manioc, cocoa bean, and tobacco going from the new world to the old, and several varieties of wheat, spices, coffee, and sugarcane going from the old world to the new. The most important animal exploration from the old world to the new world were those of the horse and dog. Dogs were already present in the pre-Columbian Americas, but not in the numbers and breeds suited to farm work. Although not usually food animals, the horse, including donkeys 
and ponies, and dog, quickly filled essential production roles on Western Hemisphere farms. The potato became an important staple crop in Northern Europe. Since being introduced by the Portuguese in the 16th century, maize and manioc have replaced traditional African crops as the continent's most important staple food crops. By the early 19th century, agricultural techniques, implements, seed stocks, cultivator had so improved that yield per land unit was many times that seen in the Middle Ages. Although there is a vast and interesting history of crop cultivation before the dawn of the 20th century, there is little question that the work of Charles Darwin and Gregor Mendel created the scientific foundation for plant breeding that led to its explosive impact over the past 150 years. With the rapid rise of mechanization in the late 19th century and the 20th century, particularly in the form of the tractor, farming tasks could be done with a speed and on a scale previously impossible. These advances have led to efficiencies enabling certain modern farms in the United States, Argentina, Israel, United Kingdom, Germany, and a few other nations to output volumes of high quality produce per land unit at what may be the practical and theoretical limit. The Haber-Bosch method for synthesizing ammonium nitrate represented a major breakthrough and allowed crop yields to overcome previous constraints. In the past century, agriculture had been characterized by enhanced productivity. The substitution of synthetic fertilizers and pesticides for labor, water pollution, and farm subsidies. In recent years, there has been a backlash against the external environmental effects of conventional agriculture, resulting in the organic movement. The cereals, rice, corn, and wheat provide 60% of human food supply. Between the year 1700 and 1980, the total area of cultivated land worldwide increased by 466% and yields increased dramatically, particularly because of selectively bred high-yielding varieties, fertilizers, pesticides, irrigation, 
and machinery. For example, irrigation increased corn yields in eastern Colorado by 400 to 500 percent from 1940 to 1997. However, concerns have been raised over the sustainability of intense agriculture. Intensive agriculture has become associated with decreased soil quality in India and Asia. And there has been increased concern over the effects of fertilizers and pesticides on the environment particularly as population increases and food demand expands. The monocultures typically used in intensive agriculture increases the number of pests which are controlled through pesticides. Integrated pest management which has been promoted for decades has some notable successes, has not significantly affected the use of pesticides because policies encouraging the use of pesticides and integrated pest management is knowledge intensive. Agricultural explorations since the late 19th century has been mounted to find new species and new agricultural practices in different areas of the world. Two examples of expeditions include a fruit and nut collecting trip to China and Japan from the years 1916 to 1918, and another exploration expedition to Japan, China, and Korea from 1929 to 1931 to collect soybean germplasm to support the rise in soybean agriculture in the United States. The Green Revolution refers to a series of research, development, and technology transfers initiatives occurring between the years 1940 and the late 1970s that increased agricultural production around the world, beginning most markedly in the late 1960s. These initiatives, credited with saving over a billion people from starvation, involved the development of high-yielding varieties of cereal grains expansion of irrigation infrastructures, modernization of management techniques, distribution of hybridized seeds, synthetic fertilizers, and pesticides to farmers. Synthetic nitrogen, along with mined rock phosphate, pesticides, and mechanization, have greatly increased crop yields in the early 20th century. Increased supply of grains 
has led to cheaper livestock as well. Further global yield increases were experienced in the, later in the 20th century when high yield varieties of common staple grains such as rice, wheat, and corn were introduced as part of the Green Revolution. The Green Revolution exported the technologies, including pesticides and synthetic nitrogen, of the developed world to the developing world. Thomas Malthus famously predicted that the Earth would not be able to support its growing population. But technologies, such as the Green Revolution, have allowed the world to produce a surplus of food. Now the bad news. Although the Green Revolution significantly increased rice yields in Asia, yield increases have not occurred in the past 15 to 20 years. The genetic yield potential has increased for wheat, but the yield potential for rice has not increased since 1966, and the yield potential for corn has barely increased in the last 35 years. It takes a decade or two for herbicide-resistant weeds to emerge and infect the crops, and insects become resistant to insecticides within about a decade. Crop rotations helps to prevent resistance to both weeds and insecticides. In the past century, agriculture has been characterized by enhanced productivity, the use of synthetic fertilizers and pesticides, selective breeding, mechanization, water contamination, and farm subsidies. Proponents of organic farming argued in the early 20th century that the overuse of pesticides and synthetic fertilizers damage the long-term fertility of the soil. While this feeling lay dormant for decades, as environmental awareness has increased in the 21st century, there has been a movement towards sustainable agriculture by some farmers, consumers, and policymakers. In recent years, there has been a backlash against perceived external environmental effects of mainstream agriculture, particularly regarding water pollution, resulting in the organic movement. One of the major forces behind this movement has been the European Union, which first certified organic food in the year 1991 and began reform of its common agricultural policy in the year 2005 to phase out commodity-linked farm subsidies. 
also known as decoupling. The growth of organic farming has renewed research in alternative technologies such as integrated pest management, selective breeding. Recent mainstream technological developments include genetically modified food. In the late 2007, several factors pushed up the price of grains consumed by humans, as well as used to feed poultry and dairy cows and other cattle, causing higher prices of wheat, up 58%, and soybean, up 32%, and maize, or corn, up 11% over the year. Food riots took place in several countries across the world. Contributing factors include a drought in Australia and elsewhere, increasing demand for grain-fed animal products from the growing middle classes of countries such as China and India, diversion of food grain to biofuel production, and trade restrictions imposed by several countries. The epidemic of stem rust on wheat is currently spreading across Africa and into Asia and is causing major concern. Approximately 40% of the world's agricultural land is seriously degraded. In Africa, if current trends of soil degradation continue, the continent might be able to feed just under 25% of its population by the year 2025, according to the UNU's Ghana-based Institute for Natural Resources in Africa. In 2009, the agriculture output of China was the largest in the world, followed by the European Union, India, and the United States, according to the International Monetary Fund. Economists measure the total factor productivity of agriculture and by this measure, agricultural in the United States is roughly 2.6 times more productive than it was in the year 1948. Six countries, the US, Canada, France, Australia, Argentina, and Thailand, supply 90% of the world's grain exports. Water deficits, which are already spurring heavy grain imports in numerous middle-sized countries, including Algeria, Iran, Egypt, and Mexico, may soon do the same in larger countries, such as China and India. Many governments have subsidized agriculture for a variety of political and economic reasons. 
these agricultural subsidies are often linked to the production of certain commodities such as wheat, corn, rice, soybeans, and milk. The Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, FAO, leads international efforts to defeat hunger and provide a neutral forum where nations meet as equals to negotiate agreements and debate food policy and the regulation of agriculture. According to the director of the FAO's Animal Production and Health Divisions, lobbying by powerful big food corporations has stopped reforms that would have improved human health and the environment. The real true issues are not being addressed by the political process because of the influence of lobbyists of the true powerful entities. For example, recent proposals for a voluntary code of conduct for the livestock industry that would have provided incentives for improving standards for health and environmental regulations, such as the number of animals an area of land can support without long-term damage, were successfully defeated due to large food company pressure. Agriculture remains a hazardous industry and farmers worldwide remain at high risk of work-related injuries, lung disease, noise-induced hearing loss, skin disease, as well as certain cancers related to chemicals used and prolonged sun exposure. On industrialized farms, injuries frequently involve the use of agricultural machinery. The most common cause of fatal agricultural injuries in the United States is a tractor rollover, which can be prevented by the use of rollover protection structures, which limit the risk of injury in the case of a tractor rolls over. Pesticides and other chemicals used in farming can also be hazardous to workers' health and workers exposed to pesticides may experience illness and birth defects. As an industry in which families commonly share in work and live on the farm itself, entire families can be at risk for injuries, illness, and death. Agriculture is an especially dangerous industry for younger workers accounting for nearly half of work-related fatalities in the United States between the years 1992 and 2000. Common causes of the fatal injuries among young farm workers include drowning, machinery and motor vehicle related accidents. To reduce the extent of farm-related youth injuries, the National Institute of Occupational Safety and Health and the Marshfield Clinic Research Foundation have issued a set of guidelines known as the North American Guidelines 
for children's agricultural tasks. Based on child development principles that match children's abilities with the requirements of specific farm work. These guidelines have proved effective at reducing the work-related injury rates among youth based on the results of randomized controls by trial conducts. journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.